0: Love Talk Radio Chicago's Black Business Network exists to assist you, the individual business owner, in your efforts to reach the next level of service and growth. We have some powerful resources in Chicago. Open the door to opportunity at Chicago's Black Business Enter there is no charge. At Chicago's Black Business We are here to network, are you? Join us today and touch the world. Hundreds of members are waiting to connect. Chicago's Black Business Network is dedicated to the legacy of the late Mayor Harold Washington. Let us not forget his service to the city of Chicago. Welcome to Chicago's Black Business Network.com on Blog Talk Radio for Tuesday, January 26, 2010. I'm Sonia Perdue, founder of CBBN and your host for this evening's show. CBBN on Blog Talk Radio is a promotional tool for the members of Chicago's Black Business Network. We invite each of you to join us and touch the world. Currently, our organization has close to 600 members and we're growing stronger every day. Blog Talk Radio is simply another marketing tool that enables CBBN members to share their products and services with you, the Blog Talk Radio audience, and the world. Don't forget to listen to Black Wall Street Chicago Speaks right here every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. with host Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago. This Thursday at 7 p.m., Michael Carter, president of the National Black Wall Street, will be our guest. Tonight's segment here is called CBBN Talk. This is where we talk about what's on the minds of our members, what's going on in their businesses, their communities, and their world. This discussion can be political, musical, or entertaining. It can be serious or fun. We invite all of our members, all Chicago's, Net, Chicago's Black Business Network members, to come to the show, talk about what it is that they do, their dreams, and their visions. Uh, get used to using radio as a marketing tool, Uh, come to Blog Talk. There's a lot of information. There are a lot of shows here that teach you about marketing and being part of this Internet world. We want to thank you for joining us this evening. We have a great lineup. Mr. Clarence J. Pointer, a.k.a. Pencil Man, who is a master pencil artist, will be joining us for this show. He's going to tell us what that's all about. If you visit his page at Chicago's com, you will see him presenting his masterpieces to the likes of Ms. Rosa Parks, Smokey Robinson, and I am a diehard Smokey Robinson fan, Mr. and Mrs. Berry Gordy, you know, that's Motown, and on and on. You see a lot of celebrities on this page. We'd like him to share a little bit about what it takes to survive as an artist and what sets his work apart from other artists. Also, CBBN member Don Yerger will be joining us. Don is the owner of Diamond Mind Coaching and Consulting, a firm specializing in branding, and she's going to tell us a little bit about that, strategic fundraising, strategic planning, copywriting, and coaching services for entrepreneurs. Don is here to tell us about the importance of polishing your business image, and about the many ventures that she is currently engaged in, including her own blog talk radio show. When you look at Don's credentials, you wonder how she has time to catch her breath and be here with us this evening, but she's going to come here and share all of that with us. Also joining us will be Miss Shanae Williams to discuss her recent trip to Angola. I met Miss Williams at the Woodson Library about a month or so ago. Those of you who live in Chicago are familiar. Uh, the Woodson Library is right on 95th and Austin in Chicago. Professor DeWitt hosts a program every third Sunday over there. Uh, he is a Chicago historian. And Shanae was speaking during that program about her trip to Angola. Shanae attended Chicago State University is and is a trained development instructor. And I want her to tell us what that is. She chose to travel to Angola to work in a college there for future primary school teachers for six months. Also, hearing her speak at the Woodson, uh, we invited her, her we just invited her over to share her experiences with our audience. We're looking forward to a great, great show this evening on CBBN. Our call in number is 347 Our caller number is 347-326-9477. The chat room is open. Leave your company information and website links in the chat room. Press the number one if you would like to speak to one of our guests or if you have a question. And I just want to say something to our listeners and our members. We all have shows. We we have ventures. We have have websites. We belong to uh, so many different websites, so many social networking groups. We have our own blogs. But I have I had this discussion last week with a few people. We are all out there asking people to come to our sites, to come to our shows, to come to our events. But then we have to turn around and look at: Do we go to their shows, their events? Do we comment on their blogs? What do we give? We consistently ask: What is it that we're giving? There's only so much that a person can give but you need to look at the quality of your relationship relationships it's not the quantity it is the quality i have issues with time management as well and we could probably talk uh to don this evening about that everyone who listens to our show knows that chicago's black business network.com and cbbn on blog talk radio are both dedicated to the memory of harold washington For those of you who are not Chicagoans, Harold Washington was the first black mayor of Chicago. It is our way of giving respect to Mr. Washington's memory and keeping his name and contributions on the minds and in the hearts of our fellow Chicagoans. And I try to every week to share a little history about Mr. Washington. Sometimes I run a little short because uh, we just start going, 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 and we run out of time. But I want to every week, if I could possibly do so, tell a little tell a little bit about Harold Washington. Now, this is what I'm going to do. uh We're going to go to a break. You know, I had technical difficulties last week. Let's see if we can get our system going right here. We want to my system isn't moving. Give me one second. This is what we're going to do let's uh Let's go through the history of Ha Washington. And then we're going to go to the break. Now, every week on Chicago's Chicago'sBlackBusinessNetwork.com, I do a little CBBN update for our members. And in closing, I always say persistence is the act of continually pursuing something in spite of obstacles. And I'm going to repeat that again. Persistence is the act of continually pursuing something in spite of obstacles. And uh, I do have a few sometimes, and and, and part of those are blog talks, and we go back and forth with this. Now, with that in mind, I want to share a little history about Harold. In 1970, because Harold Washington failed to perform certain duties for his clients, Mr. Washington's law license was suspended for one year by the American Bar Association. The total amount in question was $205. In 1972, Mr. Washington spent more than a month in jail for failing to file his federal income tax return for a number of years. Now, somewhere, uh, depending on which story you you listen to, that was between four years and 19 years, depending on what history you read. The total amount owed was $508. Let me repeat that because I don't want you to forget. Persistence is the act of continually pursuing something in spite of obstacles. Whether it's an obstacle on the show, on the Internet, wherever it is in life, you keep on pushing because you can't, you can't stop. You've got to get to the next point to get over that hump. I know you've heard about that. Get over the hump. Our caller number is 347-326-9477. Our caller number is 347-326-9477. I want to thank last week's guest, or week before. We had a new show, and we want to thank Mr. Boise Queen, composer, pianist, and CEO of Talent Promotions, um, for hosting our first show in a new series called Intergenerational Music for the World. It was a great show, Boise. We look forward to the next show. Boise's guest for that segment was Ms. Hakeemah Muhammad, CEO of Enblaze On Entertainment, and Miss Loretta Lee, known as Lady Lee for her impressions of Billie Holiday. And if you look on our Blog Talk page, you can see a performance. You can see her video. That was a wonderful show, and you can listen to it on our icon, in our archives, BlogTalkRadio.com/cbvn. You're listening to Blog Talk Radio dot com right now with Sonia Perdue, I'm your host and the founder of Chicago's Black Business Network dot com. We're going to be right back after these messages. Please stay with us through technical difficulties and everything. We wish we will be right back.
1: A successful special event can be very challenging and stressful at times. Our staff of professionals organizes your event down to every last detail, no matter what size your special event may be. Our creativity and attention to detail turns your ordinary party into an extraordinary event. At Andy Clyde's, world-class service for our clients is standard. We can provide travel arrangements, accommodations, event sites, caterers, florists, photographers, transportation, hair stylists, and makeup artists, favors, daily plans for guests, and pre-event information such as detailed maps, save the date cards, and invitations. Being a custom event planner means that we cater to you. We are not locked in by guidelines passed down by corporate. It is our job to find the best possible way to present your event. We have been referred to as dream weavers because we listen to what you want and get it done. Our specialties are the vacation packages. Visit our website at www.andyclides.net to see examples of what sets our services above others.
2: And remember, at Andy Clides, we are your... <laughs>
0: back and you're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonya Perdue, your host for this evening, and that was Who Am I by Samika. She is a CBBN member, and we're looking for more music. Uh, If you're listening to us in the Blog Talk audience or if you're a member of our organization, send us an MP3 of your music and we'll be happy to play it on our show. All of our guests uh, are waiting in the... uh, in our green room, so to speak. We have a green room, if you can use your imagination on that. And uh, we're going to go to our first guest in the morning. We just wanted to let you know that South Street Journal has a special offer for all of our listeners on CBBN. Place an ad with South Street Journal, there in Chicago, between now and February 27th, the date for the Black Wall Street Chicago Summit 11, and receive 10 MP3 ad announcements on an upcoming segment of Black Wall, Wall Street Chicago Speaks. Uh, That show airs here, right here, on Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Once again, place an ad with South Street Journal between now and February 27th, and you will receive 10 MP3 ad announcements on our upcoming show. That permits full coverage for your product or service in both the print and media, uh, print media and Internet audience, and that's a great deal. You can place your ad by calling 312-624-8351, 312-624-8351. 312-624-8351. After you've placed your ad with South Street Journal, contact me, Sonia Purdue. and uh, you can do that by phone, 312-239-8835, or by email, and I will give you instructions on how to upload your ads. We look forward to growing with you. Our call-in number is 347-326-9477. Press 1. If you would like to speak to one of our guests or if you have a question or comment, we're going to go and we're going to welcome our first guest, Mr. Clarence J. Pointer, who is also known as Tinselman.
3: Hello, young lady.
0: Welcome to the show, sir. How you doing? I'm
3: doing fantastic. Thanks for having me.
0: It's wonderful, wonderful. Uh, it feels good when everybody shows up, even if the... The, the switchboard goes a little wacky. It it's a, it feels good to be supported. I'm thankful to everyone who's out there right now. Now if you visit uh Mr Pointer's page out there, you'll see all these different celebrities out there on his page. But we're we gonna start at the we're gonna start at the the beginning, uh Clarence. Tell okay. our listeners uh a little bit about you and, and actually what a master pencil artist
3: is. Okay, well I'm- I got started, you know, way back when I was like seven years old, and stayed with it for years. And won, I won our contests, you know, throughout my childhood and my fourth career. And uh, now I have a regular 9 to 5 job like everybody else. While I was uh, uh, maturing, a good word, developing my skills to a optimum level. And as of November 2008, I started doing it full time. I had built my Patreon list. I got, became part of numerous community networks on the Internet. There's power in the Internet. You know, you reach more people than your surrounding people, and you can't expect the same people to buy your artwork all the time. So you got to expand your boundaries uh, worldwide. So I joined your group, uh, Black Startup Biz, you know, space, your space, God's space, Facebook, <laughs> and you name it. <laughs> <laughs> you name it, I'm on I'm, I'm pretty much every site. And that's the same, uh, my original uh, orders, a lot of my prints uh, go like, uh, I got to put it, if I put it out there saying what I'm going to do in a PowerPoint, uh, that's wordings, like the... Uh, the President Obama drawing I did. I put that out about a month before I started, it, just in word format. I'm going to have behind the podium here uh, a flag in the background here, uh, the White House here, stuff like that, right? And yeah. I sent out a email to people, and I said, if you buy one, now if you like this, reply I'd buy one and about fifty people replied back, I'd buy one. And I said, Now, uh, who prepaid for it? <laughs> All fifty prepaid. Wow. So so that covered my praying calls. hey I, I love staying in the black. I don't like being in the red. <laughs> so I followed those uh you know, I, you know, I I I read really a lot like of books on, on management. Uh, on money management and uh, things like that. And uh, I can't wait to hear the young lady that really nails the time management a little later in the lady in the program because I need to hear that. Uh, <laughs> but just being a people person, um, being in rapport with people, uh, and just being who I am, I'm a, I'm a giver first. That way I know my blessing will continue, continue to flow. I'm, I'm down to earth once you meet me in person uh you' never forgive me. I have people from years and years uh contact me through Facebook that I haven't seen in two decades
4: <laughs>
3: you know uh number of blessings and supportive words and those things keep me going my my, my, uh, my guest book on my website you know, i got almost three hundred uh comments on there, and I read those. You know constant. you know it it inspires me to keep doing what I'm doing from that perspective uh I know I'm blessed you know god he knows'm I know it you know, I live all the time uh keeping a, keeping a balance in your, in your life is it keeps it, that keeps it going too you are married with children you know you have you, you gotta make sacrifices you know you can't devote too much time to one entity because it creates an un, uh, unbalance and Dance get kind of, could get kind of crazy. They're they trying to inspire. So I try to keep a balance of, of everything going. And, uh, and just going out to different venues, uh, massive exposure, uh, donating things to different events as a raffle. Uh, for instance, uh, just an event going on in, uh, I think, North Carolina this weekend. Uh, a civil rights, not civil rights, a civil war uh, extravaganza. So, um, you know, I donated one of my Civil War uh, drawings, I just did, that's going to be part of my uh, uh, black um, historical art series. The first one of that series, and there's only one being donated. But now, I'm not sure how many people are going to be attending. So there's 300 people attending. Only one is going to win. And that may be uh-huh. another 100 they might want to order one.
4: Okay, so okay.
3: Then I did' not some of those proceeds back to the cause of the event. I'm, not, I'm, so I'm gonna give it back. I'm gonna give it first, so I, I just work it that way. Just and, work it that way.
0: And, let me let me ask you, Pencil Man. Um, we know what they call you Pencil Man because you're a master pencil artist. Now, right? Let Let me ask you. Uh, let me start at the beginning. How did you How did you know that? Pencil art was going to be your medium. I mean, is that just how you started with a little boy with a pencil and you just kept on from there, or did you choose this medium?
3: How Actually, did you know that? Well, you know, when you, when you uh not so fortunate to be have the the, the, the greatest uh, things in life early on, you don't really know this, but if there was a reality. The only types of uh, medium I could get my hands on was a pencil. You know, you know, we all had pencils growing up. We had pencils. I stuck with it, and uh, when I was in Japan, I was this art contests. I was in the military at the time, about 21, 22 years old. And this old Japanese guy told me, he said, uh, "I said, I never, I never win. I always get honorable mention." He said, "The reason you don't win is that you don't put enough time into your work." And he said, "You, you, you are pretty good." pencil artist, and I thought it was insulting, but he was right. I was pretty good. I wasn't at my optimal level. He said, you stick with this and put more time into your pencil. Don't do anything else. You master that first. And once you master that, anything else is easy. And I, and I took it to heart. And it's like, it was like nine and day. After about six months, it was like nine and day. So I started with the pencil. I save the pencil, and I probably only do pencil. And if someone wants to see anything else other than that, I direct them to my other artists that do watercolor, that does acrylics or oils or what have you. So the pie is big enough for everybody to get a piece. Mine happen to be strictly pencil, and that's my story on the pencil. <laughs> and, that, and,
0: and that story uh, pretty much carries on, and I, I – you know, it it only takes one person to impress us, and that and that's and you know, great people all over, and even us not so great. You can go back and point to someone saying one thing to you. You only had one conversation yep. with them, and it yep. make the difference. The problem it is. is sometimes that our people don't have that conversation, or they didn't click on and know that that was the right conversation for them, or that was the door opportunity, or that was the voice they. Sh- That was sent for them to hear. Sometimes they miss it. You know, you just miss it. And that they missed it. The voice might have been there. The person may have been there. They may have Mm -hmm. said the words to them, but they missed it and they missed the opportunity. And that's why I mentioned that because I don't know if you got to know this person better. You may have never seen him again,
4: but he does what he
0: needed to say. And he said that (laughs) to you. You heard those words because. Really, uh, pencil Man, we talked, we are speaking to Clarence J. Porter, uh, Master Pencil Artist, a member of CBBN um, this evening. And uh, that applies to everything. The difference in great, just ordinary and great, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: might just be some more time. Or as they say, like in people running the long races, it's a few seconds that puts them on the top. But that difference makes the difference.
3: It does.
0: We, it does. When he to told me you.
3: that, when he told me that, I was like, at first I was kind of like standoffish. So sort of I was like, well, you know, who are you to tell me this, right? But mm-hmm. I, then I started looking. I said, well, he's the one that should be telling me because I said, he's been winning all these contests. You know, when he oh, talked to me that way, knows. I was like,
4: uh
0: huh.
3: You know, I said, well, obviously he knows what he's talking about, and I'm gonna take heed to what he's saying, and and run with it.
0: And you were and young and hard headed that's what it was, but anyway, at least you did. <laughs> at least you you shut down that pride a little bit <laughs> so you, you, can you get know the message. yeah, so you can get the message. let me ask you uh postman now, and i've seen uh I'm sharing this with my audience now you need to go tell them tell them where your website is because they need to go over there and look at your art they really okay it's okay.
3: it's posted on the uh, on the on the group page, but uh go uh H T T P you know the colon backslash backslash and put in um, the word the as in T H E the word pencil man P E N C I L M A N period Weebly W E E B S M Boy l dot com.
0: Okay, and, and we're going uh, to have you say that again
3: before you leave. Okay.
0: Because you need, to see the art. you need to see his work so then you'll know why he's a master pencil artist. Now, I want to ask you about the black soldiers in the Civil War. This is a series. You said this is a series?
3: It's the beginning of a series of things that we as blacks, uh, some do, some don't know our history and stuff like that. I was in my 30s. Well, I was in my late 20s. Before I realized there was black soldiers in the Civil War. Yeah. Now, until the movie came out with Denisohn Washington and Morgan Freeman, I had no idea. All I knew growing up in high school and and, and grade school and stuff about the Civil War was Robert E. Lee, U.S. S. S. Grant, Abraham Lincoln. I think I knew something about the the slaves being free. And that's the extent of what I knew about the Civil War.
0: Okay. And, so now you uh, now you know about it, and you're sharing it. So you're starting a series. That's that's
3: great. Yeah. On Express, uh, people those most of those riders were black. You know, uh, 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 Kentucky Derby, all the derbies, horse racing, in early in early on, there was mostly uh, little African show guy from from Africa. Uh, the first Triple Triple Crown wear uh, Kentucky Derby, was a black jockey. It's, all, it's all, all kinds of history that a lot of us don't know. And I've been talking uh, to a, a few of his historical, historians, rather, uh, people with, you know, with, with a lot of literature and information, so I'm going to do some research to, retre- to uh, re- retrieve some of the archives information to bring it to the light through my artwork, and hopefully next year in 2011 I can have a, a national art tour to showcase all the drawings I've done the year in this series.
0: In the historical series. That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say through uh, art and through pictures, history can be told sometimes where they won't see it in books. Not that we exactly. don't read books. We do. People want to say they had it in the book. A black person won't see it. We read books. I can read. So, mm-hmm. But sometimes <laughs> in art, it will attract different attentions. Everybody's now will. reading the same thing. So they can see it in another form, and that might bring something else to mind or increase their interest in that right. historical figure or that era. Or like you said, it was in the movies. It might That brought it to your attention, so that was a learning mm-hmm. tool. It's still a learning tool whether we agree with everything about it or not. This is what right. I wanted to say, too. Uh Pilsal has also donated a piece entitled Black Socialist to the Civil War that will be on exhibit at Black Wall Street Chicago Summit 11, scheduled for Saturday, February 27th. So that's over in Holman Square in Chicago. So all of you, and we'll keep that, that announcement going, who are who live in Chicago and come over to the summit, you will see Pilsal Man's work there. What city and state are you in, Pilsal Man?
3: I'm in a little town called Rosemont, California. An hour.
0: you broke up a little bit. Say that again.
3: A little, a little town called Rosamond, California.
0: Oh, okay. About an hour
3: uh, north of uh, L.A.
0: Okay, great, great. Now, do you uh, do you tour at all, or do you just usually work around your area?
3: I you know, I um mostly Southern California, mostly all of Southern California right now.
0: Okay, but uh, well, where did you where did you meet these these people? Were they all in California when you met them, uh, yeah, R?
3: actually, I, I was in I was in the military when I met uh-huh. Rosa Parks. Um, uh, it was funny. I was she was coming to my area for Black History Month, and I know she was coming, and I was already starting on the artwork before she got here. And about mm, a couple days before she got here. The Black Heritage Committees and uh, and all those count, uh, Black Negro Councils and all those uh, assembled together and, and called me to see if, if I would do a portrait of Rosa Parks. And uh, and they was going to pay me a commission. I said, wow, that's neat. That's neat. I'm going to pay paid for something I was going to do anyway. <laughs> uh, so I got a chance to finish it pretty much overnight and, uh, and present it to her in person uh got kissing the cheek from Russell Park. Can you believe that? It was, <laughs> I can't believe it, you know. I met Russell okay, Park in person and 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 got a kiss in the cheek and uh and that picture is it's on my website too. It got so much notoriety and exposure it's unbelievable. And smuggler Robinson, very goey, they bought some uh, my artwork at the uh, Smuggle golf tournament. It's the first Celebic Golf Tournament in L.A. that I got invited to by the coordinator of the event. And um, that was a, uh, a highlight moment. You know, smoking is so cool. It does, does a good to use. We were at the dinner, at the uh, luncheon, rather, and everybody had begun to eat, sort of. So he kept his glass. He said, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, do anyone say grace? <laughs> I was like that's that's cool, so you say grace, and then that's cool. and then now we can start eating, we can start eating again, you know, so he's you know, voice so soft, uh-, uh-huh. um, but it was so cool for him to do that you know it it didn't it shows his character, and you
0: know o- and over very- the years, you know, I don't know Smoky, but i you know. I just—he's my number one Uno, really. But because uh, you know I'm old school now. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to take Smokey Robinson breaks because I just like Smokey. But anyway, <laughs> uh, over over the years, I've heard those things about him. Uh, people don't re- repeat those things over the years if that's not true. And here again, you know, thirty, twenty, thirty, forty years later, you run into people who do know him who've been in venues where mm-hmm. he is. And they all and they always have good things to say about Mr. Robinson, which even makes me more of a fan too. Yeah,
5: uh, no
3: one.
0: He has his reputation precedes him. I don't know everything about him, and I don't know him you know, personally. No, no but one's perfect. here, I've heard people say, you know, he's a he's a nice person. That's a good person, yeah. you know, over and over again yeah. about about that right. about him. So that, yeah. that's no great.
3: No 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 one's perfect, you know, and and no one ever will be perfect, you know. People are going to make errors and mistakes in their life, and I know I've made my share. Oh, that cool. doesn't make me a bad person, because uh, I'm I think I think I'm ninety nine percent pretty good.
0: Ninety nine percent is good, okay. <laughs> Let me ask you: Do you teach uh, this art? Or do you have time for that? You say you're full time. You're doing this full time now, right?
3: Yes, uh, yes, yeah, full time. Uh, pretty much, I have a, a non profit uh, entity that I'm associated with too. But I've uh, I've taught uh, kids before, and that's why I got the, the name, uh, uh, let me see, uh, uh, what's it, Cool People. Cool People was a name that the kids gave me once one year, about 12 years ago. I was teaching art at this um, uh, youth center. And I had to come up with something new every week for, for the summer. And these kids were kind of radical at first, they toned down halfway through because it was learning how to draw. I mean, some had no skills at all. Seemingly so. And by the end of that six weeks, they were like, you could see which ones had progressed. And one of the girls said, man, you, you're you cool people. And and the got one of the boys. said, are not people. People is more than one. He's a, per, a, a person. We would call him Mr cool person, you know, <laughs> and so it kind of stuck, and I, I give pointers all the time at shows I go to, uh, but if, if I know it in advance, and I do most of the time, I let the, the coordinator know that, uh, uh, I don't mind the kids bringing their art to the show, and i bleed all over it, <laughs> If will feel good, i bring my, my pencil and my tracing paper, and I bleed all over it. Error here, error the there, and I bring down the earth a little bit. Then I said, "Now, do you want me to show you how you can make it better, or do you think you already get there already?" Of course, his tracing paper that's red marks all over his picture. And they'll say, "Well, I want, I want to get better. I want." Okay, and, and I show them some pointers, and it goes a long way because. Minor things that they're doing wrong, small technical stuff, and I just make them feel uh, like they can be the best they can be. I said, here's my way, going every week and look at what I'm doing, so it can inspire you to be better. You know, I, I just love doing stuff like that. So, yeah. and not sure, do I teach indirectly? Yes. Uh, do I want to do it? Uh, it's tough. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: it's tough. I understand. I understand perfectly. It's a lot of ways to give. It, it it is a lot of ways to give. Let me ask you this: since we're talking, since we're uh, talking about young people, um, a lot of you know, they try a lot of different things. They get frustrated. Um, some people already know that they want to be artists. What is, what's the best advice you can give to a young artist? You uh you work full-time. It's difficult to make a living doing it. The Internet has opened up more doors for artists, singers, and, and everyone else. What advice do you have to artists out there trying to survive? Because it is a
3: survival I would, game. I would say don't quit your day job until, you get, until you're until uh, you established. You know, even when you get established, uh, still keep your day job until um, – you really have arrived, you know, or, or feel very confident and having your faith conquer your fear. You know, God's gonna provide your needs, but you gotta be in that position. And all depends on what you think. Uh get good. Let me get to the point that, you know, uh I gotta put it, I, I guess you gotta be a, at my level not trying to compare myself to anybody else or anything. Everybody's style is different. But create stuff that everybody's going to want.
5: Okay.
3: You know, uh, and, and if you're going to, my, take my, my Michael Jackson one, I sold the original. And because you sold the original, I said, actually, I could care less about the original. I mean, I will to get the max, maximum I could out of it, which I did. I got, the, I got to do another one, but the, the primary thing that for art is you want to get a plate made of your original and sell your prints at a very economical price that the majority will can afford that wants and desires it. Uh, kind of like the, the, the MJ one I did, I had it on sale for a while. You know, it's like 100 bucks or so. But it's kind of like I sell more for 100 then I see guys on the internet and all the players, the got one to crap for $1,000. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm like,
3: you know, the, the, the Barack Obama one, I sold uh, over 500 copies of that one, because I had wow. a price that that it was affordable, I had specials running all the time, you know, about two, get one free, uh, not that then, but at the time, from November, okay, November 4th, the election and The day before election night, I, it was my last day of my job. And the day before election, election night, I made over a thousand bucks on the on the print. And I, 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 didn't, have, I didn't have the prints yet. I just I had just finished, but people knew I'd done it. And election night, I made I made over a thousand bucks. So you were
0: in position. You were in position to take advantage of what was. What was going on? Win or lose, she was still in position
3: because she yeah. had
0: prepared. You had prepared for that. I
3: Tell
0: prepared, us, Tell us, counselor man. <laughs> um, and plus, you made a lot of people happy because you make it affordable. And that's that's one thing to say that about that. that i me ask you one more question. Sometimes, yeah. like you said, uh, like my site, you know, I have. I think now it's thirty-five dollars for six months. It's so minimum. Because I want people to come on the show and then I put these archives out for the show It's for the members mm-hmm. um, I want them to play that you know send in their MP3 announcements I ask them to do it. I want them to participate I want to make it very affordable for them participate for them to participate because everyone can't afford five hundred dollars a minute a million dollars a minute, but they right. need to our small businesses. They need to advertise. Like a person can't afford a $1,000 picture of Obama, but they can afford a really beautiful print by mm-hmm. man. You see what I'm saying?
3: Right. So right. it
0: makes someone, you made 500 people happy because now they have right. it on their wall or they gave it as a gift and they could afford it. So they're exactly. happy. They're very happy. Plus, you have a pencil, you have a portrait there with 500 in, in the homes or offices of 500 people. Not exactly. Exactly. But five hundred, exactly. they forget
3: about marketing in the homes of five hundred people with your name on it, and who will see it, and that's, that's some so at marketing that people forget that part. They forget all about that part. Then people I don't. They they get greedy. They get They're greedy. That's money. The bottom line. They're they get greedy. You know, like I was, uh, I want to switch the subject, but I want to hit on the, on the Haiti. That's uh, a that's a just a a, a, a little bit. Uh, in reference to the giving to uh, the Haitian nation right now, okay? Uh, a lot of people uh, have money to give to donate, but then probably about 80% of the, of the people don't have money to donate. And that's why I was telling you uh, last week about the, uh, the Joint I Five uh, Haiti Relief, where people can rate an ad and, add and join I five will make a contribution on their behalf. Okay. Without tell anyone spending any money.
0: Tell us about um is join is
3: is it I join five or one join five. What is it? It's it's uh actually it's the uh the corporate website is um uh, it's you know H T T P colon backslash 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 and you can put in the word join I five dot com uh, slash uh, pencilman or slash whatever your name is because you, you 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 are uh, uh, a member of this I, awesome I did, uh, entity I as did well. I
0: joined last week, but i don't remember what name I put in. Maybe I put Sonia Perdue in. I don't remember what
3: I put in. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I, I I'll put take layers, but they but line is, right, you, you can put in that. I just said uh, join i five dot com slash pencilman, and what that's going what's it gonna do is, well on the, on, the, on, our, on our site, the C, C- B B N site, it's an invitation for anybody listening. We are having a, a a live webinar on Thursday at six o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time, and you know just go inside yourself, do your own homework. I had I had a guy call me today, a, a pastor in North Carolina called me today, he was like. What is this joint I five thing I see all over Facebook for me mm-hmm. on your wall? I said, "Do you really want to know?" He said, "Yes." I said, "Let me show you how it could benefit your congregation." I said, "You got about 350 people, right?" He said, "Yes." I said, "If if the whole congregation do and repeat 10 ads a day, times 30 days, that's over 3,000 bucks we generated." For your for your church, he said, "Wow!" I said, "Now, if you know ten other churches, and the same amount of people in them, and they do the same thing for thirty days, that's crazy money." I showed him I show on the on the computer. I don't want to say it out loud now, but uh, <laughs> I could hear him shouting through the phone. I said, and no one has to spend any you. money." He said, "I can that afford to pay for this." this this much money. I said, Well it because is free,
0: it is a free website. This yeah, is it's what free. I
3: want it's to, free. To, it's free to join. There's no you gotta fill nothing, you gotta buy nothing, there's no monthly fees, there's no expense period.
0: There's no fees or your homework on there. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Just click on the ads. This is what I want you to do, uh Puncil Man. I'm gonna post I'm gonna post our links on my blog talk page. For. I'm going to post okay. your link in my link. That's what I'm going to do. But I, before we leave and before we go to a break in our other guests, we want to appreciate your patience. I appreciate it. Don is there and Shanae is there. We're going to get to both of you very soon. Yes, please. I want But this is what I want to do. Oh, I, I, that's okay. We got, you got two minutes. It's okay. Okay, good. I want you to tell them about your masterpieces because you do individual masterpieces. Yes.
3: Yeah, uh, I, I do anything that's stationary or moves. That pretty much covers everything. Let uh, you go to my website, which is a, uh, you know, HTTP color, uh, uh backslash backslash the word D, pencilman. dot weebly, w e e b l y. dot com. You see all the masterpieces on there. Uh, there's no really no really paid structure. I just go on how I feel, how much detail it's going to take. Uh, you'll see the, the the optimum level of Realistic detail—that's how how I put it—and that's submit your. uh, It's a place on on my site to to submit a a picture, JPEG, what have you, Uh, and I can recreate it for you. Old vintage pictures that are crackling, or you want to be to be redone over, Uh, baby pictures, motorcycles, boats—it don't matter. Wherever wherever it is, it don't matter to me. Let's go there and, you know, send me a JPEG via email and we'll converse. And being a member of this awesome network, don't be scared with about the prices you see. (laughs) We'll we'll construct something that uh, is conclusive to to your to to your budget, whatever. You know, if you really desire to have it. I work with you. We make we make we make payment plans, or doesn't really matter. As long as you be happy, and I love. Providing my work to people who appreciate it. So anytime somebody has to me and said, I want you to do something for me, I try my best to make it work unless they just really cheat. <laughs>
0: okay, I get it. Because <laughs> we, we must eat. We must eat, disappointed.
3: <laughs> yes. You know, and I, I, I don't want to take food off, off anyone's table either. You know? I know. So I can't set I myself short saying. either. I
0: know, you know what you said. You, can, you can't give me a shirt either. <laughs> This is what I want you to do. If you would for me, like I said, I'm gonna post those two links and I'm okay. gonna post your link on the blog talk page. But if you would for me, because I don't think I can copy your pictures off of your website, if you would send me one and then I can post uh one of your posters on my blog okay. talk page as well. Okay and, uh, and I'd like to highlight that on our blog talk page. Do you have okay. any final words? Tell us what you tell us, tell our audience well, uh. All, I, all I want to page.
3: do it is to say that uh, it's my first time being on this show, and you do an awesome job. You're not know, bouncing all over the place. I like that. You it's so structured. I love I love that about your show. It, it's so structured. I can't hear put, hear uh, what the other guests have to say because uh, I know I'm gonna learn something from them as well, and it's about sharing knowledge and and listening and hearing all at the same time, and, and, and I, I'm just excited to be on the show. It's great to be on your show for the first time. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm so busy, but uh, this is great. I'm going to support all the other shows from now on. I love what you to say about, uh, you know, adding comments to other, 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 other people's uh, walls and things of that nature, so I'm going to make a constant effort to do a better job at that.
0: You know Mr. Pointer, I appreciate that we are all busy. I try to give what I can. You know we do run out of days sometimes. <laughs> we got to go to bed sometimes. But but I appreciate it because uh, we've got to do it. We've got to. We do We have it. to. It works. It, it, it and it works. It does all come back to you. You'll be it's phenomenal people and pencil man uh, Clarence J. Pointer, aka pencil man who's joining us tonight, can testify. It all comes back to you. I mean, my phone rings all the time. People want to give me jobs. I don't really want one. But people want me to have jobs all the time. People, it all comes back to you. Clarence, I want to thank you so, so much for joining me this evening and for taking the time. I really appreciate it. And for the posters. Oh, that's right. We're giving away a poster on uh, CBBN, too. You should all come come over and join us, people. And uh, and you'll see some more... uh, Postal man's pictures, posters.
3: I thank you well, so much for having reporter. me.
0: It's great. I'm going to talk to you real soon.
3: Okay, dear. Thanks a lot. Thank you.
0: You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. This is Sonia. And uh, we're going to be right back. We want to thank everyone for joining us this evening. Call
4: oh. show. while we
1: happening out there? We got misguided people in this world who turn to violence and use guns and sometimes innocent people like you and me get caught in the middle of it. Well, what's wrong with them? Baby, I don't know. They need change in a lives. Oh.
0: listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonya Perdue, your host for this evening. You were just listening to Common Ground, performed by Kosha, a sad, sad reflection of the sign of our times. Kosher is currently an artist with Emblazon Entertainment, and you can contact them for all of your musical needs. Ms. Hakima Muhammad, CEO of Emblazon Entertainment, is a member of Chicago's Black Business Network.com, and you can contact her on our website. Our caller number is 347 347 We want to thank each of you for joining us tonight, and we're going to welcome our next guest. Don Yergiger how are you? Are you on the line
6: with us? Yes, I am. How are you? Our-
0: I'm great. I want to
6: thank you for your patience, young lady. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I was enjoying the interview with Pencil Man. Sounds like he it has is. some great talent.
5: It is.
0: It is. He's, he is, he's a great person. Uh, Don is the owner, Yerger. Am I saying your name correctly? It's pronounced Yerger. Yerger. Mm-hmm. Y-E-R-G-E-R. Yerger. Don is the owner of Diamond Mind Coaching and Consulting. Don, tell us a little bit about your company. We're going to start with your consulting company, then we're going to go to the other 20 things that you're doing.
6: I know. <laughs> well, Diamond Mind Coaching and Consulting is a firm that specializes in serving entrepreneurs, social entrepreneurs, and business professionals. So we have a range of different services, uh, which include strategic fundraising for nonprofits, coaching, branding, copywriting, grant writing, also some uh image consulting is put in their personal branding so we really help our clients build a polished and professional image so that they can attract the right resources for their business or for their professional life
0: and how long have you uh been in this particular business
6: well diamond mine officially launched back in march of 2009 But I actually started as an entrepreneur and doing a lot of fundraising consulting back in 2007. So technically, uh, we've been around for three years, but we we got the official name and everything last year in March. And uh, there's a very interesting story behind why I set up and formed Diamond Mind Coaching and Consulting, and it has a lot to do with me just really needing uh the freedom to design my life the way that I wanted to. I have a young child and I would commute from Northwest Indiana to Chicago every day, get home, you know, in in the evening, be tired, not have a lot of time to spend with my daughter and I say, you know what? It's time for me to take the leap again and stick to it and be an entrepreneur and work for myself. So that's what I've been doing since March of '09.
0: So you coached yourself into a company, huh? <laughs>
6: Yes, I did. I did. And (laughs) during that time, um, I I actually came up with a framework called the Polished Curriculum, and it's a six-step strategic framework that I use to basically set up my business and get myself in the position to run a successful business and attract, you know, the right customers and opportunities.
0: Now, is this usually the, the basis? You have a blog talk radio show. Is this usually the basis and the topic of your, uh, the Polished Entrepreneur radio show?
6: We cover a lot of things on the radio show, you know, involving business and entrepreneurship, even business and career life. Uh, in fact, tomorrow I'm interviewing Chris Williams, who is the president of EliteSplits.com, and we'll be sharing tips for job seekers who want to stand out and, you know, have a strong personal brand and get the right job. So we cover different topics, uh, but it's all about being polished and attracting the right resources.
0: Let me, uh, because I, I, I looked at your blog shop, blog talk show page today, and your last topic was what to expect your first year out of college, mm-hmm. which – does fit into being polished, because that will make a difference. Tell us a little bit about what our listeners, a little bit about what that show was about.
6: That was a very, very fun and informative show. I interviewed Catrice Lee, who is the author of Year One, 12 Questions to Consider After College, and she's actually a friend of mine. We worked together at Northwestern University. And um, actually, I worked on one campus and she worked on another, but that's how we met. And so she wrote this book about how college graduates can be successful once they graduate. And I think that that topic was very important because when you graduate from college, you have a certain ideal in mind for after you graduate. You know, you you want to have this high-paying job and you want to live in that part of the city that you've always wanted to live in. And a lot of times when you graduate from college, it's just not that way. And it's really a time for you to learn who you are as an individual and to really design your life the way that you want it to and to really learn and explore more about yourself and what you like to do. So I really enjoyed her interview. Um, And her book is is on Amazon.com, so if anybody wants to pick that up, you can go to Amazon.com and type in her name, Catrice Lee. Or you can go to uh the Blog Talk Radio webpage for Polished Entrepreneur Radio Show, which is just blogtalkradio.com dot forward slash polished radio.
0: And I think that when I looked at the uh topic for your for your last show, I you know, it brought by it, it brought back some things to me because I think as as parents and as uh, the community that we rely so much on schools, our high schools and our colleges to counsel us. And the counseling is not always there. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know in the city of Chicago in the high schools, I don't know, maybe there's uh, 400, 500 students to one counselor, maybe more than that. So there's no quality counseling available so we do need outside coaching. We do need outside consulting. We're expecting a lot from our schools. We're expecting a lot from our colleges. So as you say, and I experienced it when I got out of college, when I graduated, I expected a certain thing, and I didn't know how to follow the steps to make something happen. I, because I expect something to happen, and it wasn't the reality right. of what was going on at right. all. And you need to really have – Just like every other phase in life, uh, a plan, because it's already been done, you need to have correct information, uh, even to the point, I think this, what to expect your first year out of college is important. I think even what to expect your first year in college is very important, (laughs) We're we're just falling short of a lot of little things here, you know, because uh, we have these imaginations. We've been looking at a, a different world or all these other little stories. I don't know what they have out now because, you know, that's old. But we look at all <laughs> these <teen> shows, <laughs> and we expect life to be like that, and maybe a little bit of it is, but exactly. most it is not, and we're falling exactly. short. Our expectations are not meeting what's actually out there in reality. So this is – okay, that's – okay, we got Diamond Mind Consulting. Uh, This is Don, owner of Diamond Mind Consulting. I just want to – I don't want to mess up your last name again. (laughs) Diamond Mind Consulting, coaching and consulting.
6: Tell me, you
0: know, what I was thinking about. What is strategic fundraising?
6: Well, I love strategic fundraising. I've been in the fundraising field for the past seven and a half years. And strategic fundraising is basically – creating a fundraising plan that you can go by to raise funds for your nonprofit organization, and it's a balanced approach. So you're not leaning on just one type of way to raise money, but you're you're using a balanced approach, which includes uh, grant writing, event planning, major individual gifts, direct mail solicitation, and other creative ways that you can raise money. So the key for my clients that I share with them is, to not lean just on grants, for example, or not to lean just on an event that you have once a year or leaning on a, a donor that you know who's going to give you money every year. But have a balanced approach so that you don't end up operating in crisis mode because, unfortunately, a lot of nonprofits today end up closing their doors because they've operated in crisis mode and they scratch to get you know funding. They try to submit a grant to try to... You know, keep the doors open, and a lot of times that doesn't work. So I love helping nonprofits create a balanced approach and a plan that's an actual written document that not only the staff can follow, but the board of directors and other key volunteers as well.
0: Okay, this sounds great. I can great. talk
6: about that all day long.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all all day long,
6: huh? <laughs> all
0: day long. Well, uh, I'm going to introduce you to Ron Carter, uh, chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago. That is a nonprofit, and you can okay. talk to him about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think they they need some strategic planning, and I can't do it all. I can help them with the talk show. We have a talk show on Thursday night, Black Wall Street okay. Chicago Speak. We do that. Um, I do some other things for them, but like you, I have other things. The whole lot, my list is long, too, Don. So right. uh, I'll introduce you to Black Wall Street Chicago. <laughs> see
4: Excellent. What can, okay.
0: See what you can do for them, girl. See what you can do for them. Um, oh, yeah. This is what I want to do. I want you to tell us about this nifty 50 name.
6: <laughs> okay. Well, and before I go into that, you, let's not forget to talk about the book because I have a special oh. offer for the audience tonight. So I, I won't, I,
0: share that. I, I get that I, I get that Okay, tell us about Nifty 50 Plus I was going to ask you what you want to go to, wanted to go to next Because, you know, her credentials are just very long But anyway, <laughs> but if you go to her show I'm sure she'll sure share some more with you You know, yes. but uh, tell me about Nifty 50 I need to come over and join Nifty 50 Go ahead and tell me about it Okay,
6: well I will send you an invitation Um but Thrifty50 is a discount social network, so just think about the Facebook of discounts. Think of it that way. And uh, what we do is promote popular uh, discounts and also discounts from innovative brands and companies that need more exposure. And we just really help to get the word out about where people can save money. So we cover deals and discounts, giveaways, freebies, uh, trial offers, under the following categories. So we focus on shopping, travel, dining, leisure and entertainment, business resources, and then we also include some things that fall under the miscellaneous category. Actually, right now we're in the middle of a revamping process because what we really want to do is to attract more attention and let the, the members know that they can be Uh, they can spread the word about great deals because a lot of our members have blogs about discounts and coupons and things of that nature, and they love telling their friends. So what we want to do is give them an opportunity to be rewarded for doing something that they would do anyway, which is spreading the word about deals and discounts. So right now we're working with different innovative companies and businesses and venues and uh, services who need more exposure, who want to get the word off, out, excuse me, and pairing them with our members so that our members can essentially spread the word for them and they can get more exposure. And in turn, our members will get either, you know, a free gift or a free free dining, for example, um, or, you know, a a huge discount, so something for uh, them promoting the particular offer from the innovative company. So Chicago businesses, if you want some more exposure, let me know. I can hook you up with some people who will spread the word for you.
0: You're gonna hook them up. That's great. You know these. It's great that these shows. We can listen to these shows in archives. And uh, I'm really, I'm getting happier and happier about the number of hits that we're getting in archives. You're looking. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Network dot com or Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Purdue. We have some callers. Um, out there. And I want you to be patient because we do have one more guest coming on. Hopefully, Pencil Man will stay with us. Hopefully, Don will stay with us. Don is the president and CEO of Diamond Mind Coaching and Consulting. I want you to tell us a little bit about the book now, Don.
6: Yes. Well, I'm working on a book titled The Brink, How Women Entrepreneurs Can Rescue Their Businesses and How, How – excuse me, let me get this right. It's my own book, and I'm messing up the title – It's The Brink, How Women Entrepreneurs Resurrected Their Businesses and How You Can Do the Same. So what I've done in this book is interviewed 25 different women entrepreneurs uh, from various backgrounds, various professional fields, and they shared with me their experiences of getting close to the brink of failure and being able to turn their businesses around to the pinnacle of success. And the reason why I wrote the book is because back in March of 2009, as I mentioned earlier, I had just started Diamond Mind Coaching and Consulting, and I needed some answers. I needed to talk to somebody who had been there and done that. And so I said, you know, it would be really cool if there was a book that I could just read through and get some advice, you know, from women who uh, have stories similar to mine. And so I just started doing some research, and I started contacting different women entrepreneurs. Some I knew, But many of them I didn't know, and I just took a leap, and I sent them an email and explained to them what the book was going to be about. And the thing that's so wonderful about working with women is that women are so giving, and a lot of those women said yes, you know, with no hesitation that they wanted to share their story and to support other women. So this book is really a resource for aspiring women entrepreneurs and current women entrepreneurs, is looking for some answers and looking for, you know, uh, just some advice on how to get to success because a lot, you know, in this economic climate, a lot of businesses are suffering, but you can still thrive and survive in this economic climate if you know what to do. So this book is sort of like the coach that's taking you by the hand. Now,
0: has the book been published yet or are you still, is it still in process?
6: It is still in process. It will be released in the spring via ebook format. And, so, and then it will be uh, released as a paperback book later this year toward the end of 2010. Um, but what I'm doing right now is doing a special pre-release uh, project. So what I'm doing is giving everybody an ebook of some of the quotes that will be found in the brink. And so, a lot of those quotes are just very inspirational and very informative. So they include information that you can apply right away. And I'm giving that uh, quote ebook away for free. So that's the gift that I have for your listening audience tonight. And they can get the ebook by going to the Diamond Mind social network, which is Diamond Mind dot, neen, N-I-N-G, dot com, and just joining the network. And from there, you'll get the link. Um, to get the quote ebook
0: that's wonderful that's wonderful so you're running two names
6: you're running the diamond mine
4: mm-hmm.
0: i have uh, diamond
6: mine right mm-hmm. and i have 3050 50 and some other stuff in the works but we'll we'll share that <laughs> for and
0: we'll save that for another <laughs> time but yes <laughs> i i love it i love it Dob. um I'm learning time management. I don't even have time to read about time management, but I'm (laughs) I'm learning it. I'm learning how to do one thing at a time. I saw something out there, and these things don't stay with me long. That's why we have to keep reading them and reinforcing them. Work on one thing. I have to tell myself I'm working on this one thing. I'm not working on anything else, so my mind will quit wondering. I keep touching, stop touching (laughs) things. And I, That's how I get through now. Work on one thing, do the one thing. So that's 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 the extent of my time management right now. But I'm trying to get to it. <laughs> now, tell us. Let uh, You know, this is oh, this is a question I wanted to ask you because I have a book coming out, who, hopefully next month. You know, you keep trying to get to it. But why did you decide to go to ebook format first?
6: Well, because, um, honestly, it's a strategic move, of course, on my part. I really wanted to get the word out about the book, and I figured the easiest way for people to get their hands on it and the most cost-effective for me would be to produce an e-book. And, um, of course, you know, profit-wise, you get more profits and everything, but I really wanted to put this book in the hands of as many people as possible in the fastest way possible And uh, and so I figure e-book format is great. And so I'm still thinking about just self-publishing it myself as a paperback or maybe going to a big-name publisher. But if I do decide to go to a big-name publisher, I'll have a track record behind me because I can say I sold this many e-books and this book is popular. So let's open it up to even more people and present it to the masses. And so it's just really about having a track record, too, of success.
5: I got
0: you. It's strategic. I got It's you.
6: strategic. That's
0: right. <laughs> because a lot of things, and you you use the tre- strategic uh, quite a big bit in your description. Because I and I think it's very important. And you can tell us a little bit more about that. I think that's important because we do not think strategically. We usually just jump out there and do something uh, without a plan, without a guide, without a goal, without anything. I've done it too many times. And uh, in closing, tell us the importance of thinking strategically.
6: That's a really great question. I have to say that a lot of my strategic thinking and interest in strategic thinking comes from my father. He's a big chess player. And he told me when I was younger that if you can master chess, you can master anything in life because it's really about strategy in chess. So you can apply that to life. And I've learned, you know, even though I'm a young professional, I've learned that it's very important to sit back and plan because a lot of times, just as you mentioned, you know, we look before we leap. And as an entrepreneur, you know, you learn that in the beginning you're going to have to take some risk, but that doesn't mean that it, it should just be risk and you haven't looked to see what the pitfalls could be. It's about calculated risk and smart risk. So it's really about, you know, forcing what could happen and gathering up your resources and your tools that, so that you can make the plan work and then following the plan the best you can and not being afraid to change up the plan or move to plan B or C or D if you have to. But as long as you have a vision, then you're you're A-OK. You can go for your goal. That's,
0: That's really great, the key, Have a vision. That's the key. Uh, we've just, uh, we're talking with Don, president and CEO of Diamond Mind Coaching and Consulting, author, radio talk show host, and webmaster, and strategic planner. And we want to thank you, Don, for joining us this evening. I hope that you can stay on the line. We have callers on the line, and uh, we have one more Guests, so I hope they will be patient. But just in, que- just in case they have any questions, would you stay for a little while?
6: Yes, I will.
0: Okay. And uh, tell us your websites again before we close out with you.
6: Absolutely. Well, the main website for Diamond Mind Coaching and Consulting is pretty lengthy. It's Wix.com, W-I-X.com, forward slash D-Y-E-R-G-E-R, forward slash polish dash your dash diamond and we will be getting that change to a shorter url but that's the main website for diamond mind coaching and consulting you can learn more about our products and services the diamond mind social network is diamondmind.ning.com and then thrifty 50 is thrifty the word 50.name.com and the radio show you can listen on Blog Talk Radio on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Polished Radio.
0: Don, you certainly have your plate full, and I want to take I want to thank you for taking the time out to join us. I really enjoy talking to you, and I really appreciate your patience. Stay stay on the line, and um, we're not going to even go to another break. We're going to go to our our next guest. And we want to thank you for your patience, Miss Williams. Are you there? No, you still have your place, and I want to take. I'm going thank you for taking time out to join us. I really enjoyed talking to you, and I really appreciate your patience. Stay, stay on the line, and uh, we're not going to even go to another break. We're going to go. Miss Williams, you're on the air. You're getting yes, some feedback. And we want to thank you for your patience, Miss Williams. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. I'm getting feedback, so you probably need to turn off the, uh, shut the website page down. <laughs> so I know you're probably listening on the website, aren't you? But
1: yeah.
0: That's fine. I do want to thank you for your patience. I understand the uh, length of time that we took, but, but everyone is, uh, it was a good show. I, you know, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from Don and, uh, man and man. And now we want to talk to you about your trip to Angola. Just let me say, uh, a little background about you again. Uh, this is Shanae Williams.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, she attends yeah. Chicago
0: State University and is a trained development instructor. We want to know a little bit more about that. And you travel to Angola uh, to work in a college for future primary school teachers. But what I want you to do, Miss Williams, before we go on, you tell our listening audience what it is that you want them to know about you, and then we'll talk about the trip to Angola.
7: Okay. Well, um, I am a current graduate from Chicago State University. And um, right now, after I came back from Angola, I decided that I wanted to change perceptions about what people think of Africa. Um, Some things that I learned before going there just told me that um, it's war and poverty and they need our help. But when I got there, it was a different story. So I'm um, definitely in Chicago to connect with organizations, um, communities that I can to um, change that type of thinking. Okay.
0: Now tell us this. Uh, you're listening to Chicago's Black Business Network.com on Blog Talk Radio, and we're speaking to Shanae Wim. Tell us, uh, when did you go to Angola?
7: I went last year 2009 from February to August and it was only a six-month trip so far yeah
1: okay
0: Uh, it was a six-month trip tell us what led up to you uh, going to Angola what led up to you taking this trip or making a decision to
1: take the trip
7: well before I graduated I know I just didn't want to start working after I finished after I was done graduating or done with
0: school. Miss Wills, let me ask you a question. I still got feedback coming in the background. Do you have our show on in the background?
7: I, that's what I think it is. It's a show on in the background.
0: Can you turn it off for us? Sure. Okay. You listen yeah. to Chicago's Black Business Network on Blog Talk Radio? And uh, go ahead, Ms. Williams, I'm sorry. What led up to you making a decision to take this particular trip? Why did you do
7: this? After I graduated, I decided not to go to work. I wanted to volunteer and learn a little bit more about community organizing and development. So I looked for some organization that was doing this type of thing internationally. And um, I found an organization that was actually working in Africa. Oh, um, My plan wasn't to go to Africa. My plan was to just travel outside the United States. And I founded, I wanted to de- dedicate two years to learn more about um, community organizing and also traveling myself.
0: So it wasn't your plan to go to Africa, but just to travel outside the United States? Is that what you yes.
7: said? Yeah. So
0: how how did it wind up being Angola? How, how did it wind up being...
7: Well, part of the program I was um, the part of the program I was part of. It was three countries I could have went to, and that was Zambia, Mozambique, and Angola. And um, it's easier to get into Zambia and Mozambique. All you have to do is fill out application, and once you get to uh, Zambia and Angola, uh, Zambia and Mozambique, they let you straight in. But in Angola, it was more difficult to get into. So I decided to take the more challenging country to get into, and. Um, that's how I ended up going into Angola. That was my choice.
0: And why is it, why was it more of a challenge to get into Angola?
7: Well, for Angola, they've only been at peace for the last seven years. But when I started the program, I was only at five. And I believe they had they, their first election in 2008 um, since the Civil War, um, in 1975 so before they let anyone come in they want to know everything about you do you have family there do you take an hiv test what's your education status what do you work at they want to know everything before you step foot in that country because they were really um defensive about any foreigners coming in okay
0: and i believe yeah. that when I saw you at the Woodson Library, speaking at the Woodson Library in Chicago, that yes. you indicated that you would go back. Is that correct?
7: Yes, that's my plan. I plan on going back to Angola. Um, I'll be living and working there, actually. So what I'm doing while I'm in Chicago is fundraising. And Diamond was, I'm sorry, Miss Dawn was just talking about how to do strategic fundraising. So that's what I'm I'm doing right now.
0: So, so you, yes, yeah, so what you're doing right now. Tell yeah. us uh, about your experience in Angola. Tell tell our listeners about your experience in Angola, uh, Ms. Wim.
7: Yes. Well, I was a teacher at a college. I was the only female teacher that was there and, um, of course, the only American. I had to learn the language, which is Portuguese. And um, the students that I worked with, they're they were aged between 16 and 40. And the teachers that I worked with were in their 20s. So it was a lot of um, conflict. And one of the rules was that the teachers couldn't date the students, and uh, that was a whole other story. I lived in a house I didn't expect. Um, before I got there, they told me that um, you will, you'd be cooking outside, there is no lights, you'd collect your water, you'd take bucket showers, and I was expecting that. But when I got there, I had my own house. Um, with a kitchen and a bathroom With water and And lights um, I lived uh, maybe 45 minutes Outside of Luanda, Which is the capital city of Angola And um, I was expecting to be a teacher While I was there But I was I actually got a chance to I guess integrate into the school And did some of everything So um, I got to be a director Of a women's club which is which helped i'm sorry it was meant to motivate women in the club to create girls club on the outside and i worked with i guess restructured the food regimen that they had at the school yes that's some of the things that I did while I was there and then go live
4: yeah
0: so this this um you talk about having different expectations you uh You had certain expectations, but the experience was almost totally different or totally different from what you expected?
7: Wow. It was almost totally different from what I expected. Okay. Um, I I only learned very little about Africa. And what I knew is that they needed a lot of help. But when I got there, I just felt... That they had everything they needed, um, I was expect them to be hundred percent of a different culture than what's in the United States. Um, but what I ran into is so um, a lot of urbanization. so um, a lot of the buildings, streets, um, the same type of problems. people don't they never leave the city, and I was like, I was just wild by it. I'm like, this is not really different from what I experienced in Chicago. So um, I was hoping to learn more about Angola, or more their culture, but it was more like they're more in, incorporating um, cultures outside of their country than actually what's inside the country.
0: And that may, and I'm not sure, be what they call urbanization as well. Uh, that's what they're moving toward. Maybe that's what it is. Tell our listeners uh, so they can locate well where Angola is on the map. Tell us,
7: oh, tell yes. us where it is. And Angola is a southwestern country, um, close to the Atlantic Ocean, Congo, and right below it is Zambia, and you'll see Angola.
0: Okay. Now, you have a degree from Chicago State. What is developmental? Instruction. What is that?
7: Well, um, the degree I, I graduated in is, is sociology, but okay. development is, development instruction is more like being involved within the community, um, making sure of their needs, and not coming in there with your own. So it's it's kind of like um, a bottom up type of um, instruction. So you go directly to the source, um, survey the people within the community. And uh, incorporate exactly what what we can give with the next community. So it's I'm, like the, learning, I'm learning so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wondered about that. I wondered about that. I am learning so much. That's what I I try to touch on with CBBN, although it is a business organization. But I, <laughs> I like that concept because and and you and you're the specialist. You tell me. Uh, I was having this conversation today. People, you know, want to sit in meetings and talk about regional and national and worldwide and how we do that. But if we can't solve the problems going on within ourselves, within our home, within, and those problems go out into the community, I don't think we're going to get to the national and worldwide because that's where it comes from. And you tell me, uh, is that the correct concept? Because if you go into the community, you follow the problems right back into the home, do you not?
7: Yes. Yes, it goes right back into the homes. It doesn't go back to the the schools or the government. It goes right into the community, into their homes.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: And
0: in order to get a foothold on what's going on, and I never speak in absolutes because we're not an absolute people. We have high, high lows. We have uh high achievers, we have lower achievers in the middle, the whole thing, but the percentage of, and, and this is my opinion because you work in this industry and Don is also, uh, I think her master's was in social work, so she can address that too. Um, we have a, a percentage of the low to medium is too high. That's to me, an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, too much crime, too much dope, too much, I mean, it's always going to be these things, always and forever, 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 and I don't care what you do, but yeah. the percentage, too mu- Too many men in prison, too many uh, unwed mothers, too many uh, women who have never been married, uh, too many fallen families, too many children in foster parents, uh, too many people who do not invest who do not save, who Mm -hmm. do not own homes. It's not that it's going to ever be perfect. It's just the percentage is too high. And I think, uh, can you agree with what I'm saying?
7: I agree. I I believe a lot of people, they aim at the symptoms and not at the main cause of the problem. Um, The symptom is a lot of things that you said, but the main cause of it can be um, dating back from, before a certain time It it's the same thing in in the united states if you relate to people who are poor now is is they're poor now because of things that happened in the past so it's better to treat the causes instead of just the symptoms
0: mm-hmm. i understand perfectly i understand perfectly I want you to stay on the line with us, Ms. Wins, but before uh, I put you back on hold, is there anything else that you want to share with our listening audience? Because I want to – I see we have some callers on the line, and they may have some questions for you. Is there anything else you want to share with our listening audience? I do appreciate having you here this
7: evening. Yes. Um, I I would just like to connect with anyone who is, I guess, connecting culturally with who they are, um, and what they want to be a part of um, to know more about the country or outside of the country. So if anyone want to know more information, I actually signed up on the CBN or Blog Talk Register at miss.s.williams at Black Talk Radio.
0: That's wonderful, and we're going, we're going to stay connected, and I want you to come over to CBBN, too, and uh, there's so many places that we could be, but we would really appreciate you being over there. I'm going to uh, put you back on hold, and I'm going to bring all three of my guests back, but I want to get to the caller from 617, so because they've been waiting on the line quite a while. Ms. Wins, I want to thank you for being with us. Don't go away, okay? Thank you. Okay. You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host for this evening, Sonia Purdue. We want to thank each of our guests for their patience and for all that they give to us. Uh, for me, it's been a great show. I learn every time, and I always take the approach. When I'm doing these shows, I, I started the, these shows in March. Never did a radio show. That's why I tell people, go out there, get your radio show. Go out there and try everything because it works. But as Don told us, we need to be a little more strategic about it. I just jump up and do things and just go forth. I want to get to caller six one uh on that six one seven number. Let me see if I can bring you on the air. Caller, uh, from area code six one seven, you're on the line. Who's on the line?
5: Hi, this is V calling from Boston.
0: How are you doing?
5: I'm fine. How you doing?
0: Good. Did you have a comment
5: or a question for our guests? Yes, I, I had a um I was just listening to um Miss Williams and I had a question about the um the diaspora. But okay. between um I wanted to know like the how do Angolans right. feel about what's going on in terms of like like the brothers and sisters here in America and how to connect with them? Like, um, do they feel that they they share the same beliefs and the same the same causes? And like, is is there much of a difference, you know, in in terms of the future and where where they want to go?
0: Ms. Williams, this question is for you.
7: Yes. Well, what I saw when I was there is that they, especially when it comes to the African community as related to the United States and in Angola, is that they don't know themselves. Um, they will get disconnected from their culture through colonization. And as they're going through this process that they're going through right now, they're trying to reconnect, um, but they're reconnected to uh, American culture or, or Portuguese culture or the Brazilian culture they um, feel like they're more related to that than it is to themselves. And uh, while I was in Angola, it was more as if it's, it's more commercial to be more like the colonizer than it is to be like themselves. So um, they're going through the same struggles as you. Uh, what I thought as the Africans are here in the United States. And when I say African, I also mean those of African descent.
0: Did that answer your question for you?
5: Yeah, it, it it answered my question because I always um always think about identity, you know, and how we identify ourselves as a people, you know, um, you know, because I've I've traveled abroad and I've lived abroad. Um and it always I always wondered, you know, how we identify ourselves like internationally. Do we identify ourselves as american you know like, like you know in terms of culture because american culture is all over the world you know uh, uh, you know what i'm saying or do we do we identify ourselves in terms of our native language you know or do we incorporate that
0: it's it's greatly difficult to um to address it's such a big issue. It is it's a gigantic issue. And uh, just like Ms. Williamson, I was saying, those regional, it has to be solved regional first. They have to make a decision as to what their culture, their creed, their morals, uh, what they're going to follow, and get a handle on that. Before you could say, and, and, and you tell me whether I'm right or wrong, before you could say internationally, this is what going to happen, there seems to be, in and in a, in Ms. Williams, you tell me right and wrong, that across, it's not a skin color, hair color, culture, language, dress, uh, what we feel, religion It's not a black problem. Everybody has this problem. True. Yes. Everybody seems a little confused, and uh, it didn't just happen. It didn't just happen in 2010 it's probably been like this from the beginning almost. Okay. When people went different directions and came and they met up again, they came back with different cultures. And, uh, so it's, it's an individual people have to find peace. That's, that's pretty much what I think people have to find peace within what they're doing and make decisions about their culture. Uh, that just black people and Africans are confused all over. Um, people in general are very confused all over the world. I want to thank you for your call. And please keep us, uh, bookmark us, and please come back again.
5: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: you. You can stay on the line and listen to us. Please do. Thank you so much. What I want to do now, I'm going to bring all of our guests back. And I do have another caller on the line. And he happens to be... A Chicago's Black Business Network member,
6: Hussein, are you
0: on the line? Hello. Are you on the line, Hussein? Can you hear?
2: Y- yeah, I can hear
4: you. us uh, now.
0: You. Okay, you on the line yes. with Don Councilman? You haven't met them, but they CBN members and our and our new up and comer member, Miss Williams, she named Williams. So say hello.
2: Hello, all. Hi.
0: Hello.
4: Thanks.
2: Hello, all. sir. Uh, Great show, as always, Sonya. Uh, Congratulations. Congratulations all to your your guests as well. Uh, I came on to talk about something uh, that is a fundraiser for a nonprofit profit here in Chicago. And that's going to occur on February 12, 2010 at 7.30 p.m. until at 1350 West 103rd Street at 60643 it's Mardi Gras Malta um, the event is to raise money for the Universal Family Connection they do the important work in our community they work with victims of HIV and AIDS uh, they work with people who are victims of physical and sexual abuse and they also work with the abusers themselves so uh, via Ladiva's Chicago Catering we're honored to be a part of this, we're going to do the catering and we're also as sponsors donating half of the, half of the food for the event for free.
0: Mm, that's that's wonderful. Is it a charge for this event to get in? Yes. How much is the charge
2: for uh, the the event? They're asking for a donation of twenty dollars.
0: For a donation of twenty dollars?
2: Yes. Uh,
0: that's great. Yeah. Tell us where. Tell us where it is again, Hussein. Uh,
2: 1350 West 103rd Street.
0: Uh,
2: okay. That's that's and beautiful. what is Walmart. that
0: building or facility over there?
2: It's it a the charge universal charge family to connection It's a pretty pretty big place You'd have to, be hard pressed okay. to miss it I don't think you could actually drive past it The tricky part is the, the street of Malta Is one of those half streets that we have Here in Chicago that only runs about Five or six blocks okay. so That's the only tricky part uh, But if you get on 103rd, you 103rd know, And you go past Racine You'll get it. You'll, make it. you'll make it You'll make it there
0: Okay Well because Don lives Northwest Indiana Pencilman lives in California
2: Right
0: Miss is here in Chicago Miss Williams is here in Chicago That's just to let you everyone know The Blog Talk Radio is nationwide And um, And this is how we meet We get to meet on Blog Talk Radio We get to meet on CBBN And uh, Now Don is uh Postal man may not use Ladiva's catering service right now but Don can certainly she's not too far. Is Indiana too far for you to go Hussein? Uh
2: depends on where in Indiana we're talking about. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to get him I'm trying to get him a job Don. <laughs> oh no. I, I
2: I I was I was in the chat room with Don so I mean I've oh, already, you were? I about Yeah. So I so I'm going to contact her uh about Ladiva's I'm going to be on the on the, the it's the Nifty Fifty, I guess it is.
4: Think, no, sorry, 50,
2: mm-hmm. The fifty fifty, right? And um, in addition to that, I have an idea too. Uh, that is, because you know, Sonia, you know me. I'm involved in so many different things. Uh, the other thing I'm involved in is a way for non for profits to make money, and that would be by selling healthy coffee.
0: Well, that would be by strategic fundraising.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sounds very and the, interesting. And it, it's that free. It's free to the, for the non-profits. The coffee's so free. Uh, sign to sign up for the uh, sign up for the, uh, sign, up for the um, sign up to be to sell the coffee's free.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't charge them a program fee to sign up for the coffee. Okay,
2: exactly.
0: I, I see what you mean. I see exactly what you mean. That's a, that does sound good. And the reason I keep going back to Don is because uh, I, I use it as an example. You you listen to Chicago's Black Business Network.com on Blog Talk Radio. And, Don, usually at the end of my show we do get laid back.
6: Um, okay.
0: <laughs> we do. We talk. <laughs> uh, I have a, a couple of regular people. They show up every now and then. Hussein is one of them. Boise is another. And then we play his music, which you hear all over my site. You know I love Boise, and uh, even on Black Wall Street, Chicago speaks, which is Thursday night. Everyone at seven p.m. We uh, we get laid back at the end, the last few minutes. We we like to talk talk through it and everything. But um, I think I bring back strategic fundraising again because it's important. It's important, and uh, you're out there working with a fundraising uh, fundraiser, uh, a company that is in need of fundraising. We try to think through these things by ourselves, which I do. Uh, we try to do it for free. We, it, it, you know, of course, our funds are limited. But one thing we we must realize, if someone is bringing money into your company that was not there before, they need to be paid. Uh, right. Number one, if the money, if you don't get to the money, number two, you won't be there anyway. And, that, and that's part of the problem. It's not only part of the problem uh, for nonprofits. It's, it's part of the problem for the small business person. And really, I wish I had more time to consult and and touch on them. And, but this is why this show exists. This is why shows like this exist. Exists. This is why your show exists, Don, because they need to come and get this information. They cannot right. figure all these things out for themselves, you know, even, and and you tell me, Don, I could go to the Internet and look at, like, two videos or Internet marketing, and out of those two things, I might, out of those two videos, I might take one or two things that make a difference, but mm-hmm. we can't sit up in our businesses uh, and believe just posting little giggle faces on Facebook is going to get you some money. <laughs> They about that's to wear that out. they're about to wear that out over there. But anyway. Um, that's,
6: you know what, Sonia, I want to chime in about what you just said, because I think that's important. And a lot of times nonprofits and small businesses, they're operating very close to being in the red, or they're already in the red, and they can't afford to hire a consultant. And I understand that. But like you said, Sonia, that's why we have, this radio show that we're on tonight. That's why I have the Polish Entrepreneur Radio Show. There are many blogs and plenty of resources and books that are free, you know, for nonprofits and small businesses to learn the information that they need to learn. Um, and that's why I love my social network, the Diamond Mind Network, because I post articles, videos, recordings, all kinds of stuff on there for entrepreneurs and nonprofits. So if you can't afford a consultant Take heed to that free stuff. You know what I mean? Read the free stuff. Look at the videos and listen to the recordings.
0: And then when you get to the point where you can afford someone, because, and, and you tell me if this is correct, Don, you may be able to afford smaller packages. You may not be have the whole package. But some right. consulting may get you to one point and get you to the next point because, right. and, and it happens, and it doesn't only happen, to the uh, black entrepreneurs, it happens across the board. There's a wealth of information out there, a wealth of information out there, and we're so busy, and I understand this perfectly because I've been in this one foot out the door on one end, you know, poverty, you know, (laughs) because we're so busy trying to make a dollar and and just trying to be on top of that dollar that we're making, we forget to plan for that next dollar. And then when that next dollar is not standing right there for us because we haven't lined up the money, okay, we don't have that long-term money, that money that I'm going to make in March, which is what I was working on today, and that money I'm going to make in June because we don't have those plans laid out because we're so busy chasing the dollar bill this month. And I'm I'm like you and everybody else. I'd be right up on it too, you know. But because we don't stop and make those plans and we don't listen to the, as I call, the right – drumbeat okay Mm
4: -hmm.
0: we fail and then in in march because there's no income being generated we'll be out the door you know right but when you get that check when you get that grant check and i'm just saying this to my people out there when you get that grant check you maybe you need to invest some of that grant money so that you will have more grant money but we have a tendency they want to hold on to it so tight but then (laughs) it's You're holding on to nothing because pretty soon it will be nothing, and I'm just saying that like you do on polish on the polished entrepreneur to put it out there for them, Don, because they're holding on to it so tight when you open up your hands again, it'll be gone because you were putting nothing else in there, it was nothing else, nothing else going on um that is
6: so true and and hiring a consultant or a coach is very important if you can afford it because the free stuff that's out there is only going to take you so far. Um, You know, the free content that people and professionals put out there is is almost like a teaser. I mean, there's great information in it, but, again, it's only going to take you so far. So hire those grant writers, hire those fundraising consultants and coaches to help you, or at least invest in, in a book or a course so that you can do it yourself.
0: Absolutely. Before you get broke, before you look at to it, get it broke. before right. you when get you broke.
6: Start, when you start planning that nonprofit, you need to start that fundraising plan to figure out how you're going to raise the money and keep the money coming in.
0: <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. Hussein, what's on your calendar for the month? Uh, you
2: got this fundraiser. What else is going on? Uh, the other things are, uh, are private parties so far for this month. Oh, so you that, do? You did?
0: Okay. Well, that's starting off the year good. That's good. Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, the best. Uh, what days? Twenty-six. Yeah, the the best. Uh, the first thirty days that we've ever had, as far as uh, booking and as far as people with their inquiries.
0: Great. That's great. You know what? Too. Um, I want to thank each each of you, Bodan. If you look on my front page, we do have a posting there for um, Black Wall Street Chicago Summit 11, and you should put your cards in that goodie bag, and I'm going to tell you why, uh, because it's good promotion. But the majority mm-hmm. of those, when I was there October 31st,
4: mm-hmm. for
0: that summit, the majority of the people there and the speakers, they have speakers, and Danny K, Tom, um Congressman uh Danny Thomas is the host of this summit on February 27th, but the the majority of people, and I'm putting together the goodie bag and I want all of you to come over. And uh, I think there was a charge of $20 just for the goodie bag and $35 just for our, um, our um, membership. I forgot how much my membership was, but Mm -hmm. of course pencil man is donating, you know, he donated a poster. So his, his insertion is free, but, the majority of people that were, that were there October 31st were uh, from nonprofit organizations, were from uh, church organizations. They were leaders of these organizations. So it might be something that you want to consider even being there and even being uh, sure you have something in that uh, marketing distribution bag, just throwing that out there to you. Oh,
6: thank uh, you for, for giving me the heads up on that.
0: Absolutely. And when I look at our board meetings, uh, I'm going to a board meeting for Black Wall Street Chicago on Thursday. There are nonprofits sitting in that room. So it's a nonprofit organization that connects to nonprofit organizations, although it's about, you know, uh, sustaining and increasing black businesses. There's a lot of nonprofit people involved in it. Okay. So just wanted you to know that also. Uh, I want to thank. each. I'm going to close out the show now. I appreciate appreciate each and every one of you. And we know Blog Talk has its issues. I have my issues, <laughs> but you know I tell people, <laughs> Phil, so man. Thank you, Don. Thank yeah, you. I, I, Pilsa, yeah, thank I have you. a comment
3: for, for Don.
0: Go ahead. Go right ahead.
3: Yeah, Don. When you get up, when you, when you finish this call, uh, uh, give me a call. My okay, my number is in I the would... uh is in the chat room.
6: Okay, I got your...
3: Now, who is this? Is this pencil man? Yes. I need need to talk to you about the fundraising.
6: Yes, I got your message. I'll be in touch.
3: Okay, because this is very vital for all those nonprofits and profits and whoever else that's looking for funding, uh, I have the perfect system for everybody.
4: Mm, okay.
3: Okay. So everybody who's on the call that's looking for fundraising, uh, campaign, I'm your man you want to talk to. All right. I don't just do artwork. am <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm a give up first. If I got something good to share, I'm gonna share it with the world.
6: Absolutely. And well, I you look know forward when you to can... connecting with everybody on the call, even Miss Shanae, because I, I would love to work with you, her. What doing as well.
3: Yeah, I need okay. to uh, miss Shanae to uh, check her, the chat room. I got my email in there and phone number in there also.
0: Okay. This is what we do. Um, I, I'm just very ecstatic tonight because this is what. This is what I envision Chicago's Black Business Network.com to be. You're doing Thank it. You everyone. Thank you so much. You all have
2: a great evening. I want to see you on the website
0: and I want to see Sonya, you connect. You have- yes, it's saying.
2: Sorry. Um, I want to give you uh, a ticket to the event and you can raffle it off or give it away any way you want to.
0: Thank you so much. I love it. Would you send me an email on the site on CBBN? Thank you so much. Hussein, right thank you now. for your support. I appreciate That's it fun. so much. Ms. Wims, I want to thank you for being a part of what we're doing this evening. I want to see you on our website. Our uh, our call us from 617. We appreciate the comment and the question because it's a very vital, vital question. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Network on blog talk radio. And uh, we want you to join us Thursday night for Black Wall Street Chicago Speaks with host Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago. That's every Thursday evening. We want to thank Representative LaShawn K. Ford, who was on the show. Uh, he's an Illinois state representative down in Springfield. We want to thank him for being a part of our show. I want you to know that Wednesday between 1 and 5, I will be at Partners in Community Building, which is a nonprofit organization located at 3424 South State Street. And uh, told you, Don, just touching all these nonprofits everywhere I go. But Partners in Community Building is a nonprofit organization. as There's no charge for their services. And they're HUD-certified counseling agency. They uh, work in the foreclosure prevention area, weatherization, CEDAR Energy Assistance and furnace programs. Also, uh, home ownership counseling is available, is available, as well as rental assistance. Uh, I'm going to be at Partners in Community Building, which is located, building which is located 3424 South State Street in Chicago, Wednesday between one and five, because I want to meet you over there. Bring your gas, light bills, proof of income over there so we can take care of everything. Their number is 312 328 0873. 312 328 0873. Ms. Bobby Ball is the Executive Director of Community Partners in Community Building. And if you would please tell her that you heard it or on CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. We appreciate every one of you. Have a great evening.